Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. I am continuing today. This will be our last day that I want to share with you uh, some thoughts on woman, the sweetest fruit that God ever put on the vine. In the last couple of days, we have shared the characteristics of two women in the Bible, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Mary Magdalene, in whom Jesus had cast out seven demons. Now, these differing characteristics show how our Lord bridged the gap between his godly mother and a woman who became godly. You know, women are so important to Jesus. And before him, they didn't have many rights or even the compassion of men. In fact, in some countries today, women are still classed very low and have few freedoms. Jesus Christ ministered to many women and even went out of his way and broke some traditional barriers concerning women, such as his conversation with the Samaritan woman at the well, which led to her conversion. Scripture is, is just full of women ministering in various capacities and roles. Paul was also someone, I believe, who saw the value of women in ministry and commended them. In Romans 16, 1 and 2, he writes, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church, and ask that you receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and to give her any help she may need from you. For she has been a great help to many people, including me. And there are others whom Paul mentioned, Priscilla and Aquila, his fellow workers, and Mary who worked very hard. Down through time, there have been women who have made a difference, being kind to the poor, acting as judges, being great mothers and praying mothers, women being examples to mentors as mentors to other women. As a godly woman, have you considered your crowning qualities of womanhood? God has made you so unique, and he has used you in ways that you may not even be aware of. Some of the crowning qualities of godly women include a devotional spirit. Hannah in 1 Samuel is one such woman of a devotional spirit. When she was praying for his son, Scripture says that she was in such a state of prayer that Eli, the priest, thought she was drunk. But she said to him, I have not been drinking wine. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Esther, when pleading for her people, prayed and fasted for three days, along with her servant girls. Women of great value in promoting the gospel and being used of God. Time doesn't permit me to tell of Anna the prophetess, who stayed in the temple night and day fasting and praying. Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, Lydia, a businesswoman, and many, many others. Not to mention those godly women of our generation, the K authors, Elizabeth Elliot, Jill Briscoe. Women who have and had 
a devotional spirit. Dear beloved, if you are to be a woman after God's own heart, develop a devoted devotional spirit. Spend time with your Lord. This is the first and foremost quality of being a godly woman. The second crowning quality of a godly woman should be modesty. To me, there is nothing more beautiful than a modest woman. Paul, in writing to young Timothy, instructs him regarding modesty of women by saying, I also want women to dress modestly, with decency and propriety, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or expensive clothes, but with good deeds appropriate for women who profess to worship God. I'll never forget years ago, a godly woman reminded me that modesty was my best protection. We must remember that we belong to Christ first and foremost. We women are his bride as well as men and children, the bride of Jesus Christ. And he has instructed us in his word to be modest in dress and also in speech. Another crowning quality of a godly woman is to have a generous spirit. We all have something to give, whether it be a skill such as the skilled women found in Exodus beautifying the temple, or to the beautiful proverb woman of 31 opening her arms to the poor and extending her hands to the needy, or to the poor widow who gave two small copper coins. A generous woman is a godly woman. When we learn to give what we have, God will pour more, much more into our lives. And lastly, a crowning quality of a godly woman is wisdom and virtue. You know, perhaps all the other crowning qualities are anchored in this wisdom and virtue. That of having a devotional spirit, being modest and generous, leads us to these two wonderful qualities, wisdom and virtue, wisdom from God, and knowing what to ask for and when to ask it. For it says the wise woman builds her house. Proverbs 14.1 instructs, and we will build with the wisdom of God and living out the virtues that we gain day by day through the knowledge of God's word. Remember, dear godly women, help mentor those younger, instruct them that charm is deceit, deceptive, and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord, the Bible says, is to be praised. And this we know because we have the faith we need to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, Contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.